Once upon a time, there lived three small wooden boys who wanted nothing more than to be real. Have you ever seen a wooden boy like we? And will we have a conscience after all thy see? Let's dream an itty bitty wish of all what things might itty bitty be. Just join us and you'll see. Who's there? Uh, the real boys. Well, come on in, come on in. It's cold out here. Come on. Hi. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Real Boys, the Pinocchio podcast where three real boys watch every Pinocchio film ever made for the next 1,300 years. The realest Pinocchio podcast on the internet. My name's Luke Terry. I'm joined by the real boy himself, Joe Tyrone. The realist. And another real boy called Luke Thomas. Hello. And this week we are journeying back to the beginning of time. <laughs> the big bang of Pinocchio films. The one that started it all. I think it's just called Pinocchio. I think it might be called The Adventures of Pinocchio. But in Italian. But in Italian, which I don't, I don't want to Le Aventure de Pinocchio. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Probably that. Yeah. So this that. is from 1911. It's the first Pinocchio film. It's kind of like a lost film. Luke's going to talk about a bit more about like the workshop behind this film i guess so should we uh should we go into the workshop um yeah yeah come into the workshop mind out the way there's lots of saws and wood oh, on the floor. sorry thank you downstairs yep yeah have very, a sit down on one of the <laughs> oh it's very dusty in here it's i know the dustiest one you can tell it's, it's the dirtiest <laughs> sting it's all in black and white as well <laughs> so none of us had seen this film before right let's just clear that up uh, no no nope definitely Never. not heard of it no, I don't think so. No, I don't no. think so. No, me neither. All right, well, that gets that out of the way then. <laughs> really uh, Luke, can you tell us a bit about the making of Pinocchio 1911? Uh, absolutely. So, Pinocchio from 1911. Uh, this is the first ever adaptation. Uh, I think it came out 27 years after the book was written. So, or 28 years. So, I think it came out like, I don't know. What's the film that came out in 1994? Forrest Gump. Yeah, it's like the Probably. same difference between... <laughs> <laughs> it's the same difference between Forrest Gump and, and the present day right. would be how long ago the book was written. So quite recent history. And yet it's all in silent film uh, directed by, bear with my pronunciation. Yeah, don't get Ju offended, please, guys. Julio Antamoro? Yeah, I think that's uh, probably all right. Yeah, and it's starring a guy called Ferdinand Guil who who goes by the stage name Polidor. So I'm going to just call him Polydor from now on. So this film was apparently lost for literally 100 years, over 100 years. And I think they've only just discovered the full version, which was the one that like we've watched today, is all kind of luminous and different colours. It's not all in black <laughs> and white, followed by a really creepy synth soundtrack the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I was quite worried there that you were going to say that like they've just discovered a long version. <laughs> Joe watched this film like three weeks ago, and they, since then they found this the full week. version. <laughs> no, because the only review on IMDb that I could find was one that said this is clearly missing scenes. It's five minutes long. Oh, so yeah. So originally it was five minutes until 2018, where they've just restored it, and that's the one that we watched. That's pretty um, amazing, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It's quite yeah. surprising because this feels like. 
I mean, I've watched a couple of silent films. I'm guessing you have as well, Luke, because me and yeah. you studied film at uni. Joe, is this your first ever silent film? I believe so, yeah. And and when we say silent, are most silent films, do they have music in them or not? Because I was expecting fully silent when I went into this. <laughs> I would well, say they, like, yeah. Like, like if they were on in the cinema, they'd usually, like in those times, they'd have like a guy there playing an organ, basically. Right. Really. That's cool. Uh, it'd be more jaunty music as well. Like you think of like Charlie Chaplin films. Yeah, it's yeah. Like kind of jaunty. This is a nightmare See, soundtrack. And, and, that, and when you say that, that's exactly what I pictured should have accompanied this film. Like mm. it, it feels like it should have had that jaunty kind of soundtrack. If anything, the soundtrack that this had reminded me that uh, this should have been the Pinocchio 3000 soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> or like iRobot or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it should have been accompanied by ragtime or like some kind of accordion. Cool, yeah. yeah, definitely accordion. This this film just screams accordion silently. Mm. <laughs> Silent screams. That's pretty much. It's kind of hard to find information about it. Um, I found out about the screening, which happened at it was the nineteen eleven silent film Pinocchio Electronico, which had the accompaniment of an electronic music, uh, and that was yeah this. The screening that was in Barcelona for this, for the Focus Italia session. And that's kind of why they have the weird synth stuff. I tried reading a full thesis, which I think I promised at the end of the last episode, but I couldn't find it. Um, it wow. was all in Italian, and then I couldn't actually access the person's work. It was from the University of Bologna. And yeah, it's inaccessible. What I did find, I'll have a quick glance, but it wasn't much. It was kind of saying the research examining the produced of uh, this kind of era of filmmaking and how like loads of them have kind of gone missing. Hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just that it's been digitized in 2018, was lost for a hundred years. What did you two think about it? Well, I think you should stop over promising things because you never deliver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't write to the university of Bologna. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't run the whole thesis through Google translate. Like what we had to do when we were watching this film. Well, I did. I, did, I translated it, but it just it said broken. No, it translated it, but it said the thesis isn't available. It's just the introduction to the thesis. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Enough. Okay, yeah, that makes so sense. So it'd be like me asking to read your dissertation. Why wouldn't you? I know, didn't um... you get like a first for that as well? <laughs> yeah, just about. But um, yeah, so when we watch this film, basically even the title cards that come up to tell you what's happening were all in Italian. So <laughs> I had Google Translate on my phone and was taking like a photo of it to read yeah. what it said. I, I did think the same. Half the I would... time it probably wasn't right. Yeah, it it kind of was like broken translations, wasn't it? I did the same. I sort of paused the film, threw my phone up at it just to see what it was translating it as, and it kind of I mean it allowed me to follow what was going on, but it was definitely not correct. Yeah, yeah I was using Google Lens, and it was kind of doing a rough translation until mm -hmm. about twenty five minutes from the end, and then the entire app just broke, and like I couldn't even do it. Oh, great. So I just went right. I'm just going to watch this blind. I think you made I up the rest. Got it. <laughs> I, I thought it was it. weird because it seemed like those titles were mostly they were mostly just telling you what was about to happen usually yeah. it's dialogue but instead this was like Pinocchio escapes from jail and falls in the sea and then that just happened yeah yeah it's, it's kind of ruins it a little bit it ruins the journey yeah it probably would be better without the title cards <laughs> <laughs> well should we have we got anything else to say in these initial thoughts because I mean the actors, we're probably not going to know them from anything else. Same with the Isn't directors it... and whatever. 
Isn't it mad that all of them are dead? Like everyone involved in this is dead. Uh, yeah, there's well, not it a is single person alive. Years old. That's what I mean. It's crazy. <laughs> that the is gu- strange. The guy died at, at, in 1977, and he was 90 years old. So what guy? That's obs- Polydor, the Pinocchio man. Oh, he was the one playing Pinocchio. You didn't actually mention that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he was the guy playing <laughs> Pinocchio, and uh, he spent like he used to work in the circus. Right. That's I mean, it's, it is quite sad because you think everyone knows Charlie Chaplin. A lot of people know Buster Keaton and whatever, but I mean, this guy's doing just as much mad stuff in this film, isn't he? Which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit. But it's funny there can't have been many of these people around. <laughs> <laughs> Polydor, I think a lost a lost art form. I think there was like loads of Polydors though, weren't there? At that time, they were just all like. First they all I've did the same him. thing. <laughs> yeah, there probably was more, but it's still interesting. He's like the mm. Tom Cruise of his time, this Polydor. <laughs> <laughs> I think he made... treated like Paulie Shaw. He got made like 90 films or something. Oh, okay. So we should know him, really. Yeah. Pretty I big mean, deal. Yeah, he was a director and everything. Oh, my God. Should we ditch Real Boys and do Real Polydor? watch all of his 90 films the poly boys i don't think that means what you (laughs) poly means that you can like have sex with loads of people doesn't it (laughs) polyamorous all right cut that the poly Poly boys boys. (laughs) poly boys out in (laughs) he's also called his his character name in films is tontolini but his stage name is polydor so like basically the charlie chaplin little tramp thing I guess they're but, all the same, aren't they? But his stage name's Polydor. I don't know. But he says a hundred silent shorts, but on his selected filmography there's uh there's eight eight films. <laughs> and the last one that was made was a nineteen sixty eight film called uh, Red Roses for the Fiora. Oh. So Ooh. that's that's pretty good, isn't it? Sounds interesting. Okay, well should we uh should we move on to um the island of toys? I mean Pleasure Pleasure Island. Yeah, let's Is it called the Island, Island of Toys in this? I think so. Yeah. I mean, like that, wasn't it? It's they never say it out loud. <laughs> they don't say anything I was, out loud. I was, I was listening out for it, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, well, it looks like our horse and carriage has just uh, turned up. Oh, amazing. Oh, some donkeys. That's interesting. I haven't seen donkeys for a while, have we? Oh, trying to get on. Oh, right. Oh wow, the uh, Island of Toys looks interesting. Is it? Is it just a hotel room with a picture of a donkey on the wall? <laughs> Gosh, well, this go is cozy. Let's see what we can get up to in here. Maybe jump up and down or something. Jump on the bed. Well, uh, all right. Well, we're here. We're in the Island of Toys, the Pleasure Island. Let's uh, enjoy the ride. Let's go through what we thought of the film. Luke, you saw it the most recently, so I think you should start. Yeah, I saw it today. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. To be honest, like, I don't want to be like Speechless. it was. It was bad because it, it wasn't bad, and it's amazing for its time period. There was some cool effects that I thought were pretty neat, especially considering it's over a hundred and ten years old. I liked it when he got swallowed by that whale. <laughs> yeah, I liked it when he was riding a cannonball. I <laughs> I think there's a few bits that I I quite liked, but it's a very very unnerving film. A very very grim watch to be honest it made me kind of feel uncomfortable the kind of music started getting in my head it like felt like it was getting drilled into my skull yeah i went i went downstairs to get a package for my housemate and literally the silence was deafening when i was forced it. Um, yeah, i don't want to be horrible about it but the music is the the most uncomfortable part isn't it mm. 
Yeah, it sets the tone in a different way. I feel like if they'd have added some jaunty music or some fun, mm. it wouldn't have been as unsettling as it is. Because of how unsettling it is, it's very notable and and weird and trippy and mm. creepy. And Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I yeah. can't say it's bad. I can't say it's good. It's just... Uh, it just exists, doesn't it? Like like air. I don't really have anything. To what say. the drone in music? <laughs> <laughs> just I would have loved some accordion. I am really glad there wasn't any just like accordion and piano. Yeah. If I had a time machine, where would you go if you had a time machine? I'd go to when they filmed the market scenes in this film. So I could just be one of those people. <laughs> just be present. <laughs> yeah, just I think I'd love to see what this was like actually at the cinema. Yeah, yeah. I bet people were losing their mind. I bet this was like Avatar in yeah. the mean streets of Naples. <laughs> this was like pre-orders were going through the roof. You know? <laughs> I mean, you when to... was when was cinema invented? That's a very good question. That's. <laughs> I think they always say about that trip to the moon. When I always that? think it's isn't it eighteen. 18- 95 why is that number stuck in my head is that when cinema kind of started um i think that's when the train the train thing was around right because it was like a fairground attraction wasn't it yeah projection and stuff it was literally like you'd queue up to see a gif basically exactly that's how it all started so the first ever feature film or feature length film is uh, a film called the story of the kelly gang which is an australian bushranger film uh, that traces the exploits of 19th century bushranger and outlaw Ned Kelly and his gang. And it was made in Melbourne. <laughs> and apparently the first, the original cut ran for more than an hour with a real length of 4,000 feet. I don't know what wow. that means. Well, that's how big the the reel would be, the film reel. Yeah. That's massive. Oh my God. But yeah, like you've got to think, There's there wasn't many films at this point. This isn't, they don't have Netflix. They can't turn it on and just watch <laughs> 200 Hallmark Christmas films like we can at the moment. Yeah. They had low, They didn't have many options. So like when you compare this to, you said like Trip to the Moon and stuff like that, you can see why they're a little bit more memorable, I guess. This is for the most part, like there are good, like funny stunts and sequences in it and stuff. But for the most part, it's just like two people jumping up and down quite a lot. <laughs> Having said that though, I I did kind of really like this. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because Pinocchio 3000 really soured me off the little guy. (laughs) This one brought me back in in a big way. I don't know why. Me and my wife watched it and we just found it really funny. (laughs) I don't know Mm. if if it's like intentional funny and whatever. But like, I think from a technical standpoint, you do have to appreciate it because it is quite new. Like this has like close ups and stuff in it, which they don't even use those in like the original films they're just like a static shot they're basically just like filming a play so this does mm. it has a couple of quite good like visual moments i think there was like a bit when there was like a reflection in a puddle yeah that, that was pretty cool stuff there's like little things like that that are quite mm. interesting like it is quite a shame that this is so lost yeah you could imagine it getting brought up on clip shows and stuff you know greatest ever films of all time like this surely should be in the top 25 but um <laughs> easily easily yeah, i think it was I an experience so how was it, it was... your first silent film jay yeah i was gonna say like as my first silent film i i really enjoyed it actually and again i don't know if it's coming off the back of um having my dreams crushed by pinocchio 3000 <laughs> um yeah coming into this one i definitely felt the uncomfortable feeling that you felt luke at the beginning mm-hmm with this ominous music and stuff. But I think that like you couldn't help but 
I couldn't take my eyes off the screen because, well, one because you, you had can't. to, you, you couldn't, you yeah, to. you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't, but also that like the actors are throwing such big motions that you're kind of like, you know, this is not meant to be uncomfortable. It's meant to be, you know, I can only pick like when we said earlier about putting the jaunty music behind it, it would work so well. So it's almost cool that it still has that effect. Like, I know the, the music that was in it was uncomfortable and stuff, but come 10 minutes in, I think I was used to it. And I was still, you know, I was engaged in what was happening. Yeah, I think for its time as well. I think that the effects and I think the the set and the props and what's actually happening and the way it's actually laid out as well. I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I think you should rescore the whole film. I think that should be your little oh, project. <laughs> I'd love that, like a really jaunty new version of the soundtrack. Yeah. Because I think even though the soundtrack makes it quite unique and weird, I think if it had had a traditional kind of, more fun i don't know little musical jaunts and piano mm. tracks i think this would have been a bit more fun it was yeah. kind of just quite uncomfortable and scary a lot of it well, that's the thing i think if you're not making a pinocchio podcast i don't think you're gonna want to watch <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you're gonna want to watch this film on the music i think the music yeah. would is enough to turn you off of it i think the fact that it is what it is and the time frame it comes from i think mm. had it had either been completely silent or had appropriate music i feel like you would have like you said luke put this among the greats of like charlie chaplin stuff and mm. you know yeah, almost there isn't there yeah i think you would have opened your arms to it a bit more i suppose yeah yeah so, i mean when we first found it luke you messaged in our group chat and you were like i think i'm watching the wrong thing i think just because <laughs> the music's so weird it feels like an edit like yeah because i mean it is that's what it essentially is mm. but it feels like something that a youtuber's made or something yeah but yeah let's like thinking about what the actual author's intent was and the actual things that they filmed it's it's yeah it's very creative like it opens with a man walking on stage and he backflips into pinocchio yeah yeah mm. i forgot about that I for, like kind of bookends it doesn't it yeah I'm about to show it to you yeah and he calls him a magnificent puppet doesn't he i well i was having a note. <laughs> I was having an issue with my Google Translate thing, but I think so. And um, and then he gets a man-sized log. Yes. Yeah, he's got that massive log, yeah. hasn't he? I wonder why it's man-sized. Because <laughs> there's a man inside it. <laughs> there's, there's something quite notable, I think, about this version, is that this is probably the biggest Pinocchio we'll ever see. He's huge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You say I... that, but there are some coming up I know of where a grown man plays Pinocchio. Oh, God. Yeah, and it's scary. Nice. So I was looking at loads of research. I haven't. <laughs> I was looking at my notes, following from what I was writing during the film on on the topic of the log. All I've written is "beautiful log of wood," and I, I can't <laughs> I can't tell if that was like a a title card that came up that said "a beautiful log of wood," or I just really liked the piece of wood. But <laughs> why not both? God, I'm I glad people both. are tuning in for this insight that we're bringing to it. <laughs> we should have rewatched the film, shouldn't we? <laughs> Watch it for the wood. Yeah, I've written that his workshop was a mess. I think it was a very messy workshop. Doesn't look like the sort of place where much gets done. It was disgusting. This is also mm. the second time we've seen a Pinocchio come to life before he's finished yeah, being while made. Yeah, being crafted. Yeah. yeah. But um, this time it's not an animatronic, it's an actual man. <laughs> it's just a man with a log obscuring mm. his bottom half. But he carries on building him. I'd set him on fire as soon as I saw yeah. that. That was yeah, great. But he wants a son, doesn't he? This is the thing we know about Geppetto. But think... does this version want a son? I don't know. We don't really get much from him, do we? <laughs> no. I don't know much about him. I was going to say, in, in every film we've watched so far, and this one continues the trend, every time the puppet uh, coming to life happens, it's terrifying every time. 
Mm. In, in this one, it was it was still terrifying. Yeah. I think this one is a bit of a body horror. Mm, Do you agree? Yeah. Like, if we were ever going to add to our rankings Pinocchio's power levels, I'd say this is probably the strongest one because the man gets his legs burnt off. He rides yeah, a cannibal yeah. across country. He swims for 99 days. 99 yeah. days. He goes through it. <laughs> this guy really goes through it. Bit where he got his legs burnt and then Geppetto just cuts him off. Yeah. <laughs> this goes at a breakneck pace as well. Like It covers so much in such a little amount of time and it mm-hmm. absolutely skews the placement of where things should happen in the story. I would the say usually... very the... early, isn't it? The whale is so early and so easily dealt with. It's just yeah. killed by a pack of um... natives. <sighs> natives, yeah. Yeah, it's like a tribe <laughs> coming Tribe come. whale. Um, is this I... the Pinocchio that travels the furthest as well, would you say? I would say because he's swimming for 99 days and then he gets shot across um, Canada. <laughs> what is that Canada? swim like? If we were to get a map up, what is the swim from unnamed well, Italian place to canada well let's go up a world map and let's find out i think he's going through the caribbean to get there (laughs) so he is really going far so depending on which avenue is going it doesn't make sense so i think he's just swimming right through the atlantic yeah okay yeah that makes sense so he swims past like this bit between morocco and spain from the italian boot and then he's absolutely flies across the atlantic ocean towards canada does he brush Um, past africa at any point he he doesn't brush past Africa. Oh, he brushes past Morocco, so like the okay. northern tip. Yeah. And he just skirts by the Caribbean and then straight into Canada, where he's then fired back by a, a cannon <laughs> I, back to Italy. I think when all of this was happening as well, this confirmed to me that this is the clumsiest Pinocchio we've seen yet. <laughs> I think and and that in this film, that acts as both a gift and a curse. A gift in the sense that he gets to travel really fast on a cannonball. A curse in the sense that he becomes a pet. He gets in a bear trap. Yeah. He gets his legs yeah. chopped off. He I gets caught on fire. Yeah, he's in the bed. He really goes through the ringer, this poor lad. But I would say it's very deserved because I would say this is one of the worst boys I've ever seen. <laughs> oh no, he's, he's no good. He's a really nasty boy. As soon as he comes to life, he steals Geppetto's wig. Yeah, 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 runs right. off and gets him arrested. It's so yeah. so yeah, fast. He does. Why does he get arrested? Is it just because he's ran through the town? Well, he runs through the town, jumps into some water, then starts crying and points at Geppetto. (laughs) And then Geppetto gets arrested. (laughs) So he's a really horrible boy. Like, really horrible. How Um, waterproof is this wood that it lasts 99 days, though? I think that needs to go into Geppetto's rankings. He's made the the most buoyant puppet of all time. I mean, you've got to think about ships, mate. Like, a ship is made of wood. Yeah, but that would be like... glossed and stuff like that would be treated for water whereas this is literally this man has got a log and carved it with an axe should i get my pinocchio yeah have a bath <laughs> no one can bath in your flat because <laughs> no one can wash their hands <laughs> i can just imagine you what are you doing <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> mate comes in. my flat is uncomfortable enough where I reckon I could get away with doing that. I've, I've currently got a singing toilet bit. Like a, a toilet piano. Okay. A toilet piano. Right. So it's on the floor in front of me. I can play the piano <laughs> oh, with my feet. Yeah. <laughs> I, got I got it as a secret Santa at a party and then we put it, put it out at the party and then someone 
weed all over it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know that's going to happen. That's disgusting. I had to cleanse it, bring it back to my flat. So if you go to my bathroom, you can play the piano on the floor and there'll just be a puppet in the Sounds sink. like you're living in the, the land of toys or whatever it was called. <laughs> so you just go to the toilet and you hear... <laughs> dun, dun, I, I was actually trying to play a piano and it didn't work. What a fail. <laughs> Shame. So oh, well. Close. It's horrible because you play the piano, right? But then it starts playing a demo piano. Thing, oh, it plays then... like a pre-made, yeah. And, and then you'll leave the toilet and like two minutes later, it'll go, bye-bye! With a child's <laughs> voice. Ugh, that's really horrible. I can just imagine like you walk away and all you hear is the intro to Runaway by Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> I can bring oh, it in later if you want. Yeah, please. What, covered in urine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm doing in there, mate? I've got control. Can we talk about, basically, like, you get those characters in most of the Pinocchios where there's the mouse and the cat. Uh, the mm-hmm. cat and the fox. The bandit, kind of. Are they cat and, cat and fox? Cat, cat and fox. fox. Or something, yeah. How about them in this? I think when Very we said that creepy. the music's what makes it scary, I forgot about them and the land of animals. The animal city oh, is, the, is the a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> It's made me really excited to read more of the book, though, because I have a feeling that land of animals couldn't have come from nowhere. Um, apparently, according to this, is this is the furthest removed Pinocchio adaptation from the book. Really? Oh, really? And I'm like, one of them set in the future, mate. So it can't <laughs> be the worst. Well, to be fair, if someone said to you, if Pinocchio's got like a fable, what is it? A boy who lies learns to not be a liar and then yeah. turns into a real boy. But he doesn't lie. How he's many just times horrible. he lied in this? Barely at all, but he's, he hasn't yeah. lied at all. I he's openly nasty. Yeah. He's just he a lie boy. too. Do you remember they steal his money? They make him bury it to make a money trade. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. he falls God. for it. The little idiot. <laughs> Do what I mean? He's clumsy. Clumsy kids. He is the stupidest Pinocchio. There's some really creepy things. So they go into the animal city and there's a there's an ape with a lamb for a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I've just remembered as well. Isn't there a part where they hang Pinocchio yeah, they, around, yeah, around yeah, the time around him. the t- around the time that they're planting the money, isn't it, or, so, or no, something like not that? Long after. No, that's before. That's when. Sorry, that's when he's kept at a farm. He's chained up in a oh, dog kennel. Oh, of course, kennel. yeah. And then he's and then set, it, saved by the blue he's fairy there for one night, <laughs> and he saved, does his job. He of scares barking. off. He scares off the black hooded robbers, but then yeah. they ca- catch him up later and hang him from a tree. Yeah, that's it. Poor yeah, guy. they hang him. Which wouldn't work, because he doesn't have a proper throat or anything. Burn him! He's a puppet. String is what he thrives on. Yeah, and then the blue fairy comes and saves him. She doesn't do much in this, does she? The blue fairy. She saves his life more times than he needs. Yeah. There's no real reason for her to keep saving him, because he has been very, very naughty. He has been. I feel like the blue fairy kind of stole the role of what Jiminy Cricket would usually do in this because we don't have a Jiminy yeah. Cricket in this, do we? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, That's yeah, a very good no point. When it's we rank... mess up my top trump cards, for no, God's no. sake. When we rank the bug later, <laughs> she's the bug. She's the bug. Okay. <laughs> there wasn't any giant insects in the City of Animals, was there? No, not that I can remember. All I remember is a fox with a with a suit on. An yeah. elephant <laughs> who's a police officer, but he's just an elephant. He doesn't have any And he's clothes. just drinking out of a flower pot, isn't he? <laughs> he's sat down in the cafe. <laughs> and, a, and a lion uh, who's a judge. Um, <laughs> this is really like Mighty Boosh kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's really bonkers, weird, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it reminded me of a it. pantomime, though, at the same time. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and the whole thing actually felt like it was on a stage as well, now you mm, say yeah. that. Like, it, it really did feel like you'd sort of had, like the room chopped in half and you're seeing the yeah. building from, you know, side on and the sets open. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did the animals arrest, like, put him in prison? Because he got robbed, and then he ends up in prison. Yeah, I know. I didn't understand that. Yeah, either. I couldn't. I couldn't follow that. But he escapes pretty easily, and then he swims for ninety nine days. And but then why is Geppetto in? in because Canada he was searching. As well? Geppetto was searching for Pinocchio. Yeah, for those ninety nine days. Yeah, in Canada. In, <laughs> in this... the sea, was that his well, instincts was, was told him to whale? go to the sea. He was in the whale. Yes. Yeah, so the yeah. whale took him from. Yeah, it must be from Italy. there. This film reminded me of Les Mis. It's just like one person going from bad to worse. It's like really sad. Because, yeah, he gets captured by the natives uh, who then turn Pinocchio into the chief, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I've got a note that says Geppetto spit roasted. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get on to that when we watch that Pinocchio sex film. (laughs) The erotic adventure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so Geppetto's hung above the fire. He's getting toasted, roasted. What does Pinocchio do to get him down? He just says, "Take him down." I think so. Oh, yeah. uh, I'd even say the natives absolutely destroy the whale really easily. Oh yeah, just yeah. Hack it to death with axes. <laughs> yeah. The inside of the whale was pretty cool, though, wasn't it? Loads of like glowing in the dark spiders and stuff. Yeah, that yeah, was cool. Like that. Yeah, it was cool. Good set uh, design. I yeah, didn't really so... like this film. I want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. I think playing different music over the top would would be quite cool as well. Yeah. Like seeing what it's like if you put on like Pink Floyd. Oh yeah, something, something like that might be yeah. good. Who knows? Or like Abba. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine it sings perfectly to Abba Gold? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna watch it with Abba Gold play. Shall we? <laughs> That's what we do for our hundredth episode. Nineteen eleven with Abigail. I cannot oh. believe that when Gimme 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 started, he buried the money tree. <laughs> <laughs> I but... I got a really dodgy translation of that bit when he gets him off the spit roast, and I think it says, "Go away and take my skin." <laughs> oh wait jump jumping back a second of to weird yeah. translations at the beginning there was a bit that really stuck with me when he was like when he first escaped geppetto's workshop mm. and the, the title card says i want to escape and take a bath oh yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was like that can't be right and then in the next scene he did fall he just take a bath. bath yeah he takes a bath in the fountain so that actually that ties up that loose end for us yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a big civil war where he kills yeah. the, the and there's idiot. a genocide yeah pretty horrendous <laughs> pinocchio just horrendous runs genocide. as well doesn't he I... runs across no man's land like wonder woman <laughs> yeah i i didn't think i would see this in a pinocchio film <laughs> complete <laughs> genocide i know i was just like what the hell but... that classic 1911 war between canada and the native americans <laughs> but i absolutely loved this the bit the effects of him on a cannonball mm. that, that was, was so nice good dad. i watched it three times that part i'd love that as like, i'd love that as a little gif or something i, I like it a lot it's because it's really funny because there's maybe four or five different shots of him on the ball, and you can really tell the ones where it's like a mannequin, and then the ones where it's just <laughs> a man on a little floating ball. <laughs> it's so good. I really did like it. Yeah, that um, is a standout part for sure. But to be fair, that's the bit where this film lost me. I yeah, like, it does peter off. Yeah, didn't like anything after that. I was mm-hmm. getting a bit tired and anxious, and I just wanted to, it to end. Yeah, because suddenly I think it we were been a good ending. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we then go back to the workshop, don't we? So then mm. we're back in... But I actually wrote this down as a good note, because in the... Um, not not the fact that the film peers off, but the fact that in all other Pinocchio films that we've seen so far, post-whale 
eating. We don't see much of uh, Geppetto and Pinocchio, you know, reconcile and be father and son. Yeah. I mean, we don't match in this, but we you see it. In this. Well, in this, you do, you do. They're terrified of his, of his dad. Yeah, Geppetto tries to kill him with an axe. He's scared of him, but it's, you know, they're, they're together and it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so the next big segment, segment I think, is um, basically our villain, the puppeteer kind of Stromboli um, type thing, but he's called Captain Fracassa. Yeah, this is the point where my Google Translate stopped working, so I had no idea what was going on. Were okay. those puppets real boys as well? Or were they puppets? Or It's a weird segment. Yeah. I didn't like, like this bit. I think that it's quite interesting because it's quite complex for a film of its time because it seems like there's a hint that Pinocchio gets knocked out and dreams all of this stuff. Interesting. When he goes into that room, like a puppet like falls on him and knocks him over. And then when this whole segment ends, he wakes up in that room again. Oh, and he's back. Oh, with the... yeah, I remember yeah, that. That was my reading a bit. But yeah, so he goes to, I think he escapes to a circus or something. He doesn't want to go home because Geppetto's is going to beat him up. And there's all these other puppets that are like blatantly human because they're all massive like yeah polydor or whatever he's called is quite small i know he's a big big pinocchio but like he's a small man really yeah these other ones are all like five ten to six foot i would say they're all pretty big i thought they're all dead people i was getting really (laughs) unearthed i was like are they all dead Nah, this is just like a puppet show but then there's this mad effect as well where the puppeteer's really big and Pinocchio and all the puppets are really small. Yeah. That was, cool. that was interesting. I don't know what was happening. But Geppetto's not, so is Geppetto really small? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the puppeteer's just a giant, but he's pretty evil. And um, all those puppets looked quite good, to be fair. They are all like soldiers and stuff, weren't they? Yeah. That was, that was fun. But yeah, I didn't really understand what happened, but he just I think he got arrested again, Pinocchio, at that point. He gets arrested <laughs> about four times in this film. <laughs> This guy, <laughs> which is mad because it's fifty-two minutes long or something. Why is he getting arrested? <laughs> but he's such a criminal; like he needs to be in jail. <laughs> so maybe puppeteer Magnia Fuko or Captain Fracassa, maybe they're not villains after all. They're just trying to trap this evil child. He does monster. something super evil right at the end that we'll get into in a minute. But because I remember. after this scene, he then sneaks off again. He's always sneaking off from Geppetto, and he meets his mate Candlewick. Yeah, <laughs> Candlewick, yeah, Lampwick, Signolo. Oh yeah, yeah. Met his mate. They are doing that thing that all mates do. It's where one of them bends over and the other one jumps over their back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when we first met us three and we did that all the way yeah. home. <laughs> it's so jaunty. I love the. I love the past. It's <laughs> what they did before Nintendo. Yeah, before there was Nintendo, everyone was just jumping on each other's backs. So nowadays, out in public, you just see. Uh, boys filming TikToks together. You yeah. don't see this. <laughs> this is the friendship for real boys. Talk what of us we all just... jump on each other's back? <laughs> I'd love that. Actually. That's, that's That'd be really nice. Really good idea. All right, we'll uh, do it one day. He meets, and then he, there's some donkeys, and there's like a bunch of donkeys all going towards a place, and I'm like, oh no, here we go. Mm-hmm. We I go thought it wasn't the... going to happen. The donkey transformation this time. Me yeah, neither. but it did. It <laughs> and he goes. He goes to a hotel room. They've clearly run out of budget for locations. <laughs> There's pictures of donkeys on the walls and he walks past kids that have donkey ears, but none of them yeah. realise this. <laughs> so Before not only is the he... room. I think they're in there for three days as well. Did I yeah, read that yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only is he evil, he's also really stupid. <laughs> oh, he's the point. stupidest. Because he's so stupid in this in this version, there is that really cool bit where he gets the donkey ears and he sees himself and there's mm. a cool reflection. But he just 
fully turns into a donkey. Yeah, he does. Doesn't yeah, he? It's not, it's like not a wooden donkey, donkey. Nah. like a full donkey. Yeah. Yeah, the first time he weird. feels yeah. blood cursed for his veins. And <laughs> he's I, an animal. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that because Candlewick turns into a donkey as well, <laughs> yes. but he just gets left as a donkey. They don't, he doesn't <laughs> yes, come like, back at the end. <laughs> doesn't tell anyone. <laughs> no, <laughs> he just leaves him for dead. So the blue fairy comes and like turns him back into uh, a puppet. She's out of order as well, isn't she? Yeah. Really. <laughs> and then you see him kind of go and croon over Candlewick or yeah. whatever. And then he like, laughs, does his little jump, and runs off. <laughs> He's happy. Horrible boy. Horrible. He's like, thank God it's not me. <laughs> and that's the point where, when he gets back, he's like, oh, well, you, you're a good boy now. He turns into a boy. And by boy, I mean a 40-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the whole sequence in the hotel, because it goes on for ages of them having donkey ears and hiding it with these hats. Oh, yeah, they've and got the like big the hats. Specific name of the hat. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, he has the same condition. I think it said something like that. But, yeah, it just went on and on and on until they t- turned into donkeys. He's definitely evil, though, for leaving him like that. Mm. I've put a note saying Geppetto is way too forgiving. This kid is really naughty. He really does forgive him a lot, and he proper kisses him, and I didn't like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was uncomfortable with that. <laughs> On the off, was it? Yeah, he smooches him, doesn't he? Why does yeah. he have the long nose, though, if he doesn't lie? Well, but is it long? I'd to have seen him make his nose grow in this. Yeah, is it long? It is, it's like... Quite long, yeah. It's, it's like that, I'd it's say. probably like, like 30 centimetres long, yeah. but it's yeah. not like... Uh, w- what was the last one? Like, the, the width of a whale in that first yeah. one? It's quite unusual, though, still, to see a man running around with a nose like that. Yeah. Is this the first time that, basically, Pinocchio's soul leaves the puppet? And becomes... Oh, yeah. yeah. One cause... of the coolest transformations I've ever seen. Yeah, ever. I, I rate that transformation highly, because you still get to keep the cool, awesome puppet and play with it. <laughs> your dead body from your past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it just adds weird. to the tone of the film, doesn't it, really? I think I think that's very uh, in line with what has gone on this whole film. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, you can recognise that this is Pinocchio, but it's also a really messed up version of it. Yeah. I love the fact that he just is a corpse at the end. And <laughs> and you've got, like, this man who doesn't really look much like the puppet, and then yeah. he doesn't it's know like who the puppet is. Directly goes and feeds the puppet's remains to Candlewick, the donkey. Probably. <laughs> I'd put it straight on the fire. Yeah, I was going to say, they need to heat that house up. I reckon that's going on the fire. But he's created matter out of nothing. Like, that, that thing yeah. now exists from nothing. It's crazy. Well, the blue fairy helped. I don't you? like that fairy, and I don't like her <laughs> interference. I don't think he'd learnt his lesson. I think he was still a bad bloke. <laughs> I think if he carried on living, he's ended up a general in the Nazi <laughs> army in World War Two. He's like come to life about what three years before the start of the First World War. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's... definitely getting signed up for that. Riding a cannonball down to, <laughs> down to the Somme or whatever. <laughs> oh god, what a world! <laughs> this film is incredible. <laughs> to be I, honest, I do like talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop thinking about it now. I thought I was going to have forgotten all of this stuff, but the more we've spoken about it, it has already come it, back. It comes back. It, it yeah. stuck with me because it was uh, it was just a very unique... I think it was a unique take on Pinocchio. It kind of took everything that we know and love about him and just re- made it really, really weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird to say, but it's really making me excited to watch the most recent version of Pinocchio. <laughs> they're going to be so different. <laughs> well, as in Guillermo del Toro's version. 
Si, senor. And what's interesting about that, we said about, um, I, I mean, I'm jumping ahead here, but I saw in the trailer that it looks like there's a scene where he's at war in that film. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two films that have Pinocchio. I mean, it might not happen. I don't know. But from the trailer, it looked like we have Pinocchio at war in this film and we have him in this film at war as well. So, nice. you know. I really can't wait for the the new one. To be honest, I've, I've been dying to just do this episode so I can actually just watch it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like if anyone's watched this version of Pinocchio recently, it probably would be Guillermo del Toro as well. Yeah. I feel like he's a guy who does his research, so he might check out this episode. You never know (laughs) what a treat that would be. Is there anything else left to talk about on the um, Pleasure Island section, or should we go to the beach Um, to deliberate? Before, I I just kind of want to get into distance travelled in this this film a little bit. I've just worked it out. So if we're going by from Sicily to Nova Scotia... Which is a, a like <laughs> one of the route. yeah a coastal town in like the east side of Canada from like the west point of Italy. It'll take it's free, it's nearly four thousand miles. So it's three thousand nine hundred ten miles. So he travelled three thousand nine hundred ten miles by swimming, and then got shot back there uh, three thousand nine hundred miles. Apparently by flight it would take sixteen hours. So we can imagine that he oh was on God. that cannonball. I think the cannibal had an in-flight meal. (laughs) (laughs) Starving, if not. (laughs) Does he eat? Does he eat stuff? Does this boy? Probably doesn't need to, does it? Nah, he don't need to. Just awful. Just such a long time. But ninety-nine days there and sixteen hours back. That's rubbish. You can see why he's so naughty. To be fair, if you went through all that, you'd be naughty as well. Although I am making the big assumption here that the land, the what, the city of the animals. Is in Sicily. Yeah, to be Could fair, be as anywhere. soon as we get there, everything goes kind of out of the window, doesn't it? <laughs> That's bad as <laughs> like. But no, I think he travels like a fair distance, probably more than any other Pinocchio will ever see. 8,000 yeah. miles. Yeah. I'd love to keep a tally of that. <laughs> yeah, go and write that down somewhere. Just to lose it, probably. <laughs> now I've got my new book. It's going gonna, it's gonna to write on there. So do wonders. I've got a note here. One of the times where he got arrested, I just wrote, I hope he rots. <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs> right, I hate him. What a horrible boy. The sad thing is, he's still probably my favourite Pinocchio. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know. Out of the three we've seen, this is my favourite. Yeah, because he doesn't have an insufferable yeah. voice, does he? Because you can't hear him. <laughs> and everywhere he goes, there's banging electronic music. <laughs> Just to go back to the music one last time before we uh, take a trip to the beach and deliberate outside the whale's carcass. <laughs> don't you think the music, like, I know it's electro and whatever. I don't listen to that type of music at all. I don't know if either of you guys do. Not really. But doesn't it not remind you of, like, you know when you are in, you watch, like, an action film and they have, like, a nightclub sequence and it's, like, <laughs> no club you've ever been to in your life? It reminded <laughs> me of that sort of thing. You know, like, in, like, a John Wick film, they go to a club. Yeah. And you can imagine this yeah. film being like projected on the wall and loads of like Russian gangsters being stood around and like betting on things with this yeah. this film just playing. I'd love to go to a nightclub where this is just playing on a screen. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so horrible. Yeah. That sounds like what it's made for, I think, really. Yeah. Back I in think, 1911. I think genuinely like 1911, this was like Avengers Endgame level, but... Mm. Now I think this definitely. could be appreciated by like a drug crowd. I think. Oh yeah, so definitely. If you want to do drugs, kids who are listening, <laughs> want to do drugs, <laughs> watch can, this I film. Maybe out this whole part in the edit. We're trying to keep this thing squeaky clean. <laughs> well, oh, can you hear that? The the gentle sounds of uh, 
of the ocean lapping at the the beach. Oh, lovely. We're not in is Canada that... anymore, boys. <laughs> <laughs> is that a whale's carcass being hacked up by nature? What's that sound? Oh my god, it looks just like the Free Brothers Rock from Avatar, Way of the Water. <laughs> Shut up! It's just like we're joining the water tribes um, with Jake Sully and his family to swim underneath with the whales. Um, we're at the beach Shut... now. Shut up! About water. Sick of hearing about water from you. <laughs> the water effects are incredible. In Pinocchio 1911. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're now at the beach. We've been through an adventure and we're, we're just winding down now. It's time to really put things into perspective and uh, do some rankings. Luke, you're good at the uh, the rankings. You know all the categories. I know. So we're going to start off with uh, our papa category, the classic. So our papa here is Geppetto. Uh, yes. Lovely. So we're going to rank uh, through a couple of important factors about this guy's character. So where we ranking his Italianness out of ten? Ten. This is ten. very Italian, man. This is very He's Italian. Definitely Italian because the film is was filmed in Italy and it's yeah. an Italian film, so there's no denying that there, is there? Yeah, genuine Italian man. All the writing in it is in Italian, and no yeah. one speaks, so the only language is Italian. Yeah, and he's um, aggressive. Yeah, tough and love. He's, <laughs> and he's horrible. He gives his he gives his son tough love. That's that's very Italian. <laughs> Growing up in an Italian speak. family, you know this is I know this stuff. <laughs> okay. I remember when my dad chopped my legs off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that happened. Ah, yes. You said it was a road traffic accident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my dad was driving into me. <laughs> <laughs> he tied you to the road. <laughs> Oh my god, that's dark. I'm cutting all of that yeah, out. No, back, keep, it, keep it, keep <laughs> it. Insinuate that Joe's dad drove his legs off. <laughs> I know, but like, it's a joke, isn't it? Like, it's alright. It's, it's a fine. joke. It's fine. It's an Italian right. joke. <laughs> um, Speaking of Papa, what do we give him Papaness? Yeah. I think he's I, no good. <laughs> I can't, very... I can't, what, what, what was the Papaness rating based on? Like, how fatherly he is to Pinocchio? Yeah. yeah. How much yeah, you no. would call this man Papa? He yeah. kisses him. He kisses and he's him fatherly. And he, and he does go out of his way to find him. <laughs> he's very forgiving. He travels ninety nine days to find him. Gets eaten by a whale. Gets spit roasted. Put in prison. Put in prison. He's he really is forgiving. He's still kissing his boy on the lips. Oh, yeah, he's quite a papa. He's not. A daddy, he's also that's for sure. But he also <laughs> he also hits his son with a, an axe. I, I think yeah. I think it's tough love though. I do think it's tough love. I don't. I wouldn't give him a high rating though. But I think like five maybe. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking maybe about five. five. He does go out of his way for that kid. Um, to be fair as well, you've got to remember, you know, people use this as an excuse all the time for, like, racism, backward views and all that stuff. But, like, this is a man of his time, and this time is 111 years ago. So him hitting <laughs> that kid probably is normal for, for that. Yeah, <laughs> contextually, yeah. We the can't NSPCC the aren't knocking at his door because they don't exist yet. <laughs> World War One hasn't even started yet. Exactly, <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. They don't even have iPhones. <laughs> back at, this was back in a happier time I think <laughs> oh god so it's craftsman's skill how good is he at crafts well Pinocchio himself isn't the best looking puppet but I do think we need to take into consideration what that puppet goes through and the fact that it's unscathed at the end yeah yeah. he travels very far and he's he looks pretty identical to a man and yeah. I think he uh, I mean Geppetto clearly knows his wood here because this wood uh, you know it, it, it stood the test of time <laughs> space water cannonballs roasted <laughs> and also he can replace his body parts quite easily which I quite like yeah replace his legs 
Yeah, so he's like a top surgeon of his <laughs> we time. Don't know, in this one, we don't know that he's like a master craftsman because no one really mentions that. You don't oh, see any of his other work. Although the, no. the the shop on the outside, I think I translated this one part. I've actually got notes of this. Yeah. The, the shop outside said stump carpenter. So people people know what he does. So he, he no stumps because there's a bit where he's making a table. So this is a guy who his life is just making like tables and flat objects, and he just builds. So he a just boy. builds a part. He just decides to make a boy. He's a out of a talent. log. He's it's really good. Tech. Okay, he's yeah. I mean, we're going off craftsman, so, and we didn't specify what craftsman skills entails. You know, craftsman outside of the puppet is great. <laughs> I think as well that he looks exactly like a man. Yeah, how did he do yeah. that with, like with wood? Nose. Why is he giving him a comical nose though? If everything else is realistic on him, I don't know. He just he just a little fun flourish. Ten, <laughs> just, just so he recognizes. We give him a ten. This is this is insane. Yeah, let's give him a ten. <laughs> let's do yeah. it. Ten. He's really good. And then his sadness. I don't know if, if he's sad. I, he I put sad. It, I I put that low because he, he didn't show any signs of sadness. No, he, he's, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like he why was is he uh, abusing his kid. That's pretty sad. Well, yeah, he's, he's quite crying. sad. Have you seen what his his workshop looks like? He's also bald. I don't know if we mentioned that. He's bald. Oh, his wig gets pulled. And he steals yeah. his wig. Does being so, bald make you sad? Um, if you're wearing a wig like that, yeah, I think it does make you a little bit sad. Hmm. I thought our sadness was actually based on his emotional state. Oh yeah, all... not him being sad. <laughs> not yeah, like if he's actually sad. Because I was gonna say, like, I think he's a. Uh... He's, I know he's like a tough rock in this one. Hmm. He seems, uh, he's impervious uh, to anything that happens. Yeah, he just, he just, he's like, very just gets he on with it. He didn't cry yeah. when he was being spit roasted, actually. Yeah, and he exactly. has like, do if you look at his body? <laughs> oh no, was he ripped? <laughs> well, no, he wasn't ripped, but he wasn't like old. Like his body was like youthful and and like you know like. Old do we need? Do we need to up the daddiness on this one. Yeah, we had a new category, hotness. <laughs> hotness level. Because no one in the past had like a six pack, did they? They didn't know what it was, which which sucks. I but I reckon this guy, if he existed now, he'd have a six pack. He looked, he had like be a the muscle. Rock. He'd be the rock of his time. <laughs> the log. <laughs> the log. So, like, how can you be sad when you're looking at that rocky body and you can build like tables so good? All right, let's and... give him a two though. Yeah, I think he's got a messy workshop, so I think he might have a bit of a messy mind. Yeah, he's a bit resilient, but he... yeah, but yeah, you're right. He's a bit messy with his craftsmanship. All right, well, this one will be really quick to go through. Bug, right? Um, there is none, so we're going to substitute it for um, fairy, fairy, yeah, fairy, yeah. I guess it's kind of a bug because it's got wings, and we're going to an insect, um, yeah. charm. None. Do we have to? Do we have to have at least one? Not necessarily. I mean, we invented it. <laughs> so, yeah, no? I think it goes. I reckon we can have zero to ten. We can have zero. Do okay. we go into minuses sometimes? Uh, I mean, we've never done it before, but that just complicates can... things. I think we can if we yeah. want. Let's keep it zero to ten. I um, found her very uncharming. Mm. Yeah, and the things that she does are pretty sick, actually, in a bad way. Oh, right, cool, yeah. Not in a cool skater way. Yeah, I thought he's um, pretty sick when she cuts him free from the noose. <laughs> she takes her time, though. She lets him really revel in and hang in there. Yeah. But maybe maybe that ups her charm a little bit. She's got, she's got, <laughs> some, kind of, she's got some kind of heart to help him, at she's least. <laughs> um, I think we give her a one. I think a one. Yeah. 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 I th- and I think that's being generous, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Again, we're going by bug standards, and we're... 
putting a fairy in it. It's a bit confusing. I mean, it was a penguin it's not last fair. week. She's... Yeah, role, role model. <laughs> not at all. No, she's not a role model, that's not for sure. Is that she... the only two categories as well? No, no, there's one no, we got one. T- oh, okay. Yeah, we've got one more. Teaching ability. Role model, I would say she's like... I mean, she's teaching that you should help people even if they are naughty. But he's also yeah. saying only teach one person, don't bother doing anything to the others. I think she fails in all these categories. She's bad role model, bad teacher, and got no charm. Yeah, I, 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 right. I, I'm siding with Should you. We there. go ones all round, do you think? Yeah, all ones. Yeah, let's do it. Ones she's, and zeros. She's binary, she's... bruv. <laughs> and when you've got like the great, what's his name? Polodo? Podolo? What's his name? Polydor. 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 When you've got the great Polydor acting his bloody heart out on screen. strings off and then you've got this she, all she does is this with her arm it's rubbish mm, yeah she's not a memorable blue fairy she doesn't Terrible. even sing when you wish upon a star she doesn't even speak <laughs> loser <laughs> all right uh now we're gonna go villain and i guess our substitute for the villain is what's his name we've got captain, captain fracassa fracassa or we've got puppeteer magnia fuko Fu- fuoko Wait, is Captain Fracassa not the same man? I think they're the same. Should we just yeah. say they are? Yeah, whatever. The puppeteer. Very simple. Threat level. He's massive. He's, He's huge. Big. He's like Godzilla. He's like Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, and compared because Geppetto's probably like a couple of inches taller than Pinocchio. But this guy's huge. Yeah, he's, he's probably, a tower. He's probably 20 foot tall. He probably knocked over the leaning tower of Pisa. It's probably him that did that. <laughs> I think his friend level is pretty high because he's a big, big man. And he only operates in a big dark room. There's but how, nothing else he, there. But what does he do? He doesn't do anything, does he? I mean, threat level. A threat. Like, you don't have to do something to be threatening. I know, but how does how does this whole section get resolved? I don't even remember. How scared of you were? <laughs> how scared of I him were you? gets knocked out and then wakes up in the closet again. That's <laughs> what happened to you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that time I met a giant man <laughs> in a dark, dark room. Um... I think he's threatening because he's massive. I don't think he's threatening because he he's doesn't... huge. He's inconsequential. He's a loser. He doesn't yeah. do he's very, very big. He exists in dream world. He doesn't exist in reality. So does Freddy Krueger, but people I, I died. Don't, I don't think we know if it was the dream world, and that what that's what makes him threatening, because I couldn't tell what was real. I'm scared just talking about him in case he finds me. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> right, let's, fine. Let's meet six. in the middle, go six. Yeah, six. I think he's he's not particularly threatening, but because he he's, doesn't exist, <laughs> he's twelve foot tall. <laughs> but he's very tall, maybe. And then the quality of his show—I did love the costumes of his puppets. The the puppet yeah, costuming was very good. good. Shame there wasn't a jaunty song or a no dance yeah. song. But like, part of his show is the fact that he's massive. <laughs> I need you to get over that, mate. Because I need you to stop talking about that. Because the show's not the most memorable. Show no. that effect well, I was get, my ratings that I've got written down here. Our last rating we did, or two episodes ago, we had um, the show was a nine. So I don't think this quite meets mm. the 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 no. the rating of the Adventures of Pinocchio. That's, that's a, a very song. that's a very very good point. Thank you for doing that, Joe. Because if we're going by like giving everything tens you're trying to give him 10 because he's big <laughs> Brian, that beautiful scene which i've re-watched like several times 
You're giving that a nine, not even the full marks. <laughs> We're not giving him anything low, higher than a five. I think Lorenzini I... was a giant. That might have got a ten, but he wasn't. <laughs> he was. He was a sea monster. He was a sea monster. He was a sea monster, yeah. He, he was threatening. I, I think five's good. Five. Yeah. I five. think that's actually quite generous for his show. I think, it, yeah. I reckon it's a four. 4.5? We haven't had any points in a while. Yeah, we can go over 4. Let's go, let's go 4.5. All let's right. Yeah, it's a 4.5. And show. finally, we have the real boy. Um, Here we go. Polodo himself. What's his name? <laughs> I think Pinocchio. Polidor. Polidor. Polidor's Pinocchio. Polidor's Pinocchio. So we've got, first of all, uh, the rate of his transformation. I loved his transformation. I loved his transformation. I really liked that. Does it count as a transformation, though? That's it's a, your soul that's leaving the puppets. It was more like a transform. It was like more like a out of body experience. Let's look like up Black Mirror. He has his consciousness uploaded into a human body. I bet. I bet you Black Mirror that this is where they got the idea for all that. They they watched this film and they were like, "Ooh." <laughs> a transformation is a marked change in form. The form does change. Different form. form be, different form. Nature or appearance. So it's not one thing changing into another. It's like him reproducing it's more of a reproduction yeah it does but lose it... some points for that but he bec- it's still him though isn't it but i suppose we're rating the transformation of this of him transforming in this film or converting into a real boy in this his film journey. so yeah, his but... journey yeah all right now this kind of brings me onto the ship of theseus so when we <laughs> think about the ship of theseus as a concept you've got to take so it's basically that like you get a ship that belongs to theseus and then like you take away every bit that was Theseus, and you, but you rebuild it exactly the same. All right, you've watched One Division. We get it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you all know that like thing. Yeah, so the broom what's out the of, uh, Only Fools and Horses. Triggers broom. <laughs> so what is the real Pinocchio? Because this boy doesn't have the memories of the puppet, the caught the puppet corpse. So well, we know Pinocchio, but like it boils down to Pine Head. That's what Pinocchio is, right? Pine Head. Yeah, but but that doesn't mean anything, mate. What are you talking about? Well, he's not I, got a pine head when he's a real boy, has he? I could I could get a cat tomorrow and call it Pinocchio. Does that could make him not Pinocchio on, because he is? I will. <laughs> I've <Go on>. <laughs> <laughs> just like the word in transformation. Was it? It was more of a duplication and then the original soul transforms and he's being. Yeah, and the just original. It's not a physical transformation. It's a metaphysical one. Okay, yeah, I can deal with that. All right, let's. All right, it's still a transformation. I'm glad we. Ha- I'm glad we hashed that out. <laughs> <laughs> Real boys, subscribe now. Rate us five stars. <laughs> um, I think pretty high. I think it's a pretty good one to be honest. Yeah, let's go um, nine. But again, because <laughs> right, so oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're going. Is it the transformation effect or is it? how we feel about the transformation and the new version because i don't think first of all i don't think he deserved to transform he was horrible mm. yeah and also the new boy puts me on edge because he's 40 years old and he kisses his dad's <laughs> on the on the lips yeah and i don't like him yeah but i the... just think it gets extra points for the fact that he's got a really cool puppet as a friend now probably yeah. friends, his other mates a donkey in a stable um... all right well, what did you give it I said nine, but now I'm no, man. Six. I, I'd, get, I'd give it like six, six, seven, six, seven, six point five. Yeah, six point right. five. If he was worthy of it, it would be higher. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he definitely didn't deserve it. That's for sure. But... He's completely unworthy, and I think that's what bothers me. He's... He might yeah. be better now, though. We don't know. No. We don't really get to see him as a human that much. He's no, we just see him looking at the camera and kissing his dad. I think what we do in in forty <laughs> years time. <laughs> 
in 40 years time when we've gone through all of these ratings and we've picked out what we like and what we don't like about these Pinocchio films I think we're going to make our own Pinocchio film super low budget we could do it we could make we actually could, couldn't we? We, could, we could make this I think we'll I'd be 70 years old <laughs> Luke, you're definitely playing the fox. Why am I the fox? Because you're the Rob Schneider of our group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're conniving. Puppet rating. How are we rating the look of the puppet? It's simple. Very simple. The simple and effective. The puppet is the nose, isn't it? He's got little ridges on his arms and legs, hasn't he? I guess. Have you looked at the illustration of the book? He looks exactly like that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But I also don't like this fellow. <laughs> Yeah, he's big he's very big he's he at least big. five foot five i don't think he's massively convincing as a puppet that's come to life i think he looks like he looks like he was made in 1911 yeah <laughs> yeah um, he looks like he has skin i don't like him yeah there's definitely a real skin feel to it <laughs> Sound like buffalo bill um, i reckon a four a four for how he looks yeah. what do you think joe yeah, I think four. Four. I'll go with four. Also, thinking about transformation as well, he transforms twice in this film. He turns into a, a blood-filled flesh donkey. donkey. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm happy we gave it 6.5, actually, because that does add a point. I was originally going to go 5.5. <laughs> <laughs> he transforms But the extra, lot. the double transformation. That's the only actual transformation, the physical one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just his being turned into a donkey. Imagine there's a lifeless donkey somewhere because of him. As well. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so just a... God, it's like in the Scooby-Doo movie. His little ghost <laughs> flying around. Oh god! <laughs> I really don't like this boy. <laughs> All right, length of nose in. Uh, well, I think it never changes. Which is... I think it's about three or four inches. How much is that in centimeters? <laughs> twelve. About twelve, well, thirteen centimeters. Yeah, probably. Because it's not thirty centimeters. Is a is a children's school ruler <laughs> it isn't that length that's how i measure everything <laughs> okay yeah maybe 12 centimeters what do you think joe yeah i think that school ruler, school ruler no you think 30 it's not 30 no, I, centimeters. I, no no like a short short ruler oh the short school yeah the ruler. short ones like, when you get that's about 12 i think yeah of course yeah pencil case all right he's got a nose like a pencil case yeah <laughs> it's a classic pencil case face that's where the name Pinocchio comes from. <laughs> it's <laughs> Italian for pencil case face. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, it's basically the length of like a pen. Yeah. yeah. Probably a little pen. Actually, that looks longer. I don't know. No, I, I think know. that's accurate. Ah, uh, yeah. That's his base level of nose, unfortunately. We, but we never seem lie, which brings me on to my next thing. And this is going to be a difficult one, which is our yeah. lie scale on the based on Fernando sauces, yeah. Nando's, the rest, the, the popular chicken restaurant. I guess it's going to have to be like plain-ish, isn't it? But if if you count the ruckus and the havoc that he causes, he's a super spicy yeah. boy. So we yeah. could, but um, based on that though, I wouldn't give him plain-ish, but I wouldn't give him a heat because I think the heat means he's lying. So mm. I'd give him a flavour, maybe. He's not lying because he doesn't barbecue. Know any <laughs> barbecue. No lemon and herb. Is there yeah. any other flavours that there's are... mango and oh, mango and lime, or there's lemon and herb? I think he's mango and lime. He's I think got, he's mango and lime. He's got that sourness in him. Yeah, he's horrible. I hate this boy. And genuinely, though, he kind of does lie at the start because he starts like crying to get Geppetto arrested, and then he, he starts laughing it. immediately. 
yeah. points and says that Geppetto's the one that caused the problem. That's yeah. probably enough of a lie. Lemon and Herb still has a bit of a zing, though. Or mango and, and lime. He lied I think to... he's a mango and lime lie. I think he's a mango and lime. Yeah, mango and lime. He's not he's... a medium, that's for sure. He's he's not even spicy and lying. He's just a sour, horrible yeah. boy. Because mm. it seems like he should have the sweetness of a mango, but he's got that sourness of a lime. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's that's him. it. That is him to a T. Mango and lime. Okay. Is there anything boy. sweet about him? Nothing. Not even slightly. No. Because he does do a backflip. And he jumps. It's freaking sweet. Just him jump and Candlewick. Yeah, I was going to say, when him and Candlewick are doing the jump. Yeah, that's quite sweet, actually. Okay, let's go back. He leaves him. He's dead. He leaves him to die as a donkey. Candlewick is now standing next to the carcass of a donkey. Pinocchio <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has left. He croons over him. He croons <laughs> over him as a donkey and then, like, does a little skip. He's well, just we like poking. hear anything. What if Candlewick said, love being a donkey? Yeah, leave me be. <laughs> Go and do a jaunt off. Yeah, leave me. Don't Fine. bother. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right, isn't it? He's, he's a sweet boy. <laughs> he's quite sweet, <laughs> Mango and lime. Right, so I'll quickly run through our ratings. So Popper, uh, we gave him Italianus 10, Popperness 5, his craft and skill 10, and his sadness 2. Again, we're really high rating this episode. That's the That means he's the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> in, in two this categories. done things to us, hasn't it? He, he was yeah. good. He was good. He knew his stuff. I, I, don't I, I was remember confident. what he looks like. I don't if, I, if I went to this Geppetto and I wanted a table made, that I'd trust him. I mean, he's good at making tables. He's good at make, making things out of logs. Yeah, he makes stumps. Uh, for our bug category, which was actually a fairy, so to be fair, we already gave her a, a pretty bad run of it because she got ones across the board. Charm, mm. role model, and teacher. She's bad at all of them. Yeah, she, she appears at the worst moments to get him out of trouble, but doesn't teach him anything. Uh, so he doesn't actually learn anything. He doesn't learn that he's a liar. Yeah, I've just had a thought though. If mm. we're going to be pedantic about transformation, do we not have to be pedantic about the word charm? Oh, uh, wait a minute! You I've blown, blown it this out of... open, haven't I? Oh no! It's another word for spell, and she's a fairy <laughs> doing magic. She uh, does do charms. Auto ten. <laughs> Let's split the difference and give her a five for charm because she can do charms. So we're changing. We're changing it to five, are we? Yeah, five. Okay. But on the on the card, I want. Next to the word charm, incantations. Want... Yeah, in, can... in brackets, incantations and incantation spells. Incantation skill. Incantations. She's got some good spells. Oh wait, maybe she gets like a modifier, like plus plus one incantation. Yeah. So we're going one, but then plus five for incantations. She's, she's got a booster that she could do a spell on. Whoever yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus she's, five. She's incantation. But role model and teacher, she's a one. She's rubbish. Yeah. She doesn't teach anything. Mm. Then for villain, we've got Captain Fracassa, threat level six, quality of show 4.5. Mm. Pretty middling scores from middling man. Yeah, yeah, he's barely in it. And what was his name big. again? What, what did we have his name as? Captain, Captain Fracassa. And yeah, so pretty rubbish. And then for our real boy, Palado himself. Is that his name? <laughs> What's his name? Polado. Why? Polidor, 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 Polidor. <laughs> right. So, Palado. <laughs> Potato. Was his name Palaccio? I think it's Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> so, his transformation, we gave a 6.5. The puppet Amazing rating. effect, right? 
mainly for the effect because he didn't really transform except when he turned into a flesh donkey. How are we going to find a picture of Captain Fracasa for our card? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to watch the film Green again. Shot, Just take yeah, screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> Does it not actively come up on Google Images? I doubt it. I don't know. So uh, puppet rating, we gave him a four because he looks like a little man. Yeah. Uh, length of nose, 12 centimetres, a very disappointing small nose. Mm-hmm. And for his lie scale, he subverted that from not really being a liar because it was silent and we couldn't hear him speak and his nose didn't grow. So we've gone for mango and lime, uh, but taken away nearly all the mango because he's just a horrible sour boy. Sour boy. He's just nasty. Tasty, but nasty kid. <laughs> Well, I'm happy with all those ratings. Yeah, me too, yeah. guys. I yes. like them. Fantastic. I was just going to say, I really like the idea of uh, us introducing modifiers into these cards. It's really upping the uh, value of this game when it hits stores <laughs> in 40 years. <laughs> I really like the um, assumption that there's an, a simple way of playing the game, but there's also a really difficult way <laughs> where you, you count all the modifiers. Well, like I say, I've been getting into Dungeons and Dragons recently, so I'm learning a lot about these sort of modifiers and skills. And What could our version be called? <laughs> Real Boys and Whales. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it looks like we're finished up on the beach. We've done some deliberations. Oh, no, wait, actually, before we go, the film Pinocchio 1911 is right in front of us. We've got the choice now whether we make it into a real boy or we leave it a donkey like Candlewick. Left to die alone Left. in a stable. <laughs> After we jauntily look at it. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think this film's worthy of being a real boy or do you think that it should be a donkey? Um, it's I been think... a donkey. In real life, it's been a donkey because it was lost for years. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's been treated like a donkey, but I think that was unfairly treated. I think it should be a real boy. Luke? Um, yeah, I I have no like massively strong feelings of like love for it or anything but i think as a piece of history a bit of film history um i think definitely this needs to be preserved i love the idea of it being played in nightclubs or something Uh, (laughs) that should be it's the way it's presented because this is very baffling very strange and it uses some really cool effects especially for the time period like 110 years old and it's doing really weird zooms and really weird Mm. bits where it makes a man look huge and cannonball riding and yeah it's just a lot of fun when fun was boring (laughs) (laughs) when jumping on someone's back was the best thing you could ever do yeah so i mean i i personally think that it's it's definitely a real boy it's not a donkey and yeah it should be preserved forever and i'm glad that they found the full version after it was lost for a hundred years or whatever great no argument here i'm i'm the same i really love the idea that in the first episode i think we said we wanted a restaurant called lorenzini's and now we know at night it becomes a nightclub where the film (laughs) gets played on the walls (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i think you're right luke it it does need to be like preserved someone needs to put some respect on this film's name basically like it shouldn't be so forgotten because it is it's, it's an interesting like relic isn't it really I think it's good. I I like it. I'm glad we've watched it. I'm glad we've watched it early so we can see like how this weird concepts evolved into other yeah and stuff. I, I, I think, think you can tell from watching it as well that it's like as as far as it going down in history and being preserved, like it's you can tell a lot of big ideas went into this. Like it's mm. it's riddled with these big things that they didn't have the technology to obviously carry out, but they still yeah. carried them out regardless. Yeah, it's pretty and ambitious, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's ambitious and, and you know, you've got to appreciate that, I think. Mm. Yeah, definitely. 
I just think um, it's a shame that it's lost because, like, we've watched... This is our third one we've watched, and I would say this has, like, a lot more memorable moments than the other two that we've seen. Yeah. Mm. So, on that note, where should we put this on Stromboli's wooden board? Oh, I forgot about that little element. (laughs) We haven't (laughs) seen a Stromboli for a while, have we? No, so... No, we really haven't. We haven't seen a single one. We've seen Scamboli and Lorenzini and Captain Fracassa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm getting out Stromboli's wooden board right. so obviously it's an easy ranking so far so we've got Adventures of Pinocchio at the top and we have Pinocchio 3000 right at the bottom in second place yeah in second place <laughs> it's currently winning silver but it's also the worst Pinocchio film we've watched for the pod <laughs> um, where are you ranking this? I find that quite a hard one because I do I don't know why, but I did really like Adventures of Pinocchio 1996. I did find it quite strangely charming and stuff. But this one makes me a little bit, like, giddy. I don't know why. Like, it makes me kind <laughs> yeah. There's something... Like, there's parts in this where you feel like you're hallucinating because there's a giant elephant drinking out of a plant pot or there's a huge, <laughs> huge man doing nothing to a bunch of puppets. Mm. I think I'm going to say this is my favourite one. I, I was going to say that I, I think that this would go top for me. And I think it's because when we watched Adventures of Pinocchio, I don't think it sat as well with me. I didn't have that nostalgia for it. So mm. it didn't get nostalgia points from me. And I found that one weird, but in a way that wasn't charming. Whereas in this one, despite the uncomfortable music, I think everything that was happening, like you say, I was giddy for it. I was yeah, smiling for it. And it. I was yeah. and I was fixed on it. And I was like, this is, you know, th- th- I'm being hooked in. So mm. I do think this this takes out of what we've seen so far. This is my top. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, I can't believe I'm agreeing. <laughs> yeah, who saw bare... this coming? <laughs> who saw this coming? But I, yeah, we've officially got a top of the leaderboard. I think, yeah, the whilst the 1996 one I found quite uncomfortable and awful. Yeah, uh, and the Pinocchio Free Files I don't even want to talk about. It's terrible. Mm. Um, yeah. this was obviously near unwatchable, but not for like any. It's it's just because it's old and it's yeah. it's a bit of film history and it's history. I think it deserves that top place. It's the granddaddy of all Pinocchio films that came after. It's the it's the original. It's the best. Yeah, the OG. The OG. <laughs> Take a lot to beat this one. It's the greatest <laughs> Pinocchio film watched on Real Boys so far on episode three, <laughs> chapter three. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Then we've got a new we've got a new champion. He's back. The reigning champion. To the top. Lovely. Oh, great. All right, cool. Well, I think we're finished up at the beach. We've got a new greatest Pinocchio film. We've got four stunning new cards to add to the collection, to our deck. And uh, we've got another real boy. That's two real boys so far and one donkey, I guess. All right, well, should we head back to the workshop for our our final moments for Joe's creative element? Yeah. Let's pack up our stuff. Yep, let's go. Follow me. It, it is nice to get home after a trip. So, so warm in here. <laughs> it's beautiful. God, that fire is really crackling. Oh, God, my legs are hot right now. Before we go oh no, get my feet out of the fire. <laughs> oh, no. oh, for God's sake, again. Oh, I've God. replaced his legs twice this oh. episode after he's, he's had his dad in with a childhood. Oh no, wait. That wasn't the fire from the, the fire there. That was actually from what I'm about to show you for my creative element oh, this week. Oh. Why are you no. taking your trousers off? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Joe, drop your fire. Joe, yeah, give us some right. fire. Can you introduce this and tell us what it is? Right, so what I have done is I have taken the beautiful soundtracks from this film 
and I have attempted to turn it into something else. However, due to the fact I have a cold, I decided to use this to my advantage and turn it into a strength. And therefore, you will now hear this in the form of song. My title for this song that I have made is called Pinewood Mule. And it goes like this. Pinocchio on the rampage. Pinocchio on the rampage. I'm on a rampage, got that good wood, but I do not have a last name. I was fine until the cab came. Went to take a bath, ended in a damn chain. It's been a bad day, so I'm bitter. Got swallowed by a whale, but I'll never be a quitter. Geppetto on the hog roast. Geppetto on the hog roast. Geppetto on the hog roast. Never told a lie, but I've always got a long nose. You're so weak and it all shows. I'm a magician with the Indians will follow. And Geppetto went and built me with a hammer. So why'd you think you're good enough to throw me in a slammer? Pinocchio on the prison break. 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 It's getting late, I know I've gotta get home. Or Geppetto finna hit me with a big pole. I gotta be a good boy, not a fool. Or I'ma turn into another pine wood mule. Ah. This is a part of the song where it would be great to add some dialogue. However, this is a silent film. And there we go. <laughs> you are absolutely insane. Oh. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> I feel a bit dirty. <laughs> you haven't rapped in years. <laughs> oh, my I goodness. I had to pull out the raps. There's um, something really artsy about that. that. That even more so makes it sound like something in a nightclub. Yeah. From a John Wick film. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we get like a music video of that with the film? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's very, very uncomfortable. The oh. music video would definitely be Joe made to be a giant, like Captain Fracasso. I feel like the, the, the music him. video. The music video would just be the film played over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Is it weird to say that song was quite like sexy? Uh, that's, a, that's a word for it. It was a sure. little bit sexy. <laughs> There's a sort of level of confidence you don't usually see from Joe Tarone in yeah. that song, yeah. isn't there? Do you know what it was? I think because I'd watched this film and I was ill. So I was in a bit of a daze. So I was like, well, I'm I'm (laughs) just going to see what I can. I was really blocked up. So that's why you hear this beautiful low voice. Because my voice isn't usually that low. You sound like you were on a rampage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad you both liked it. It was really good. How long did that take you? About half hour. Oh, wow. No, it took me... (laughs) Took me. I, I, do you know what? The fun fact: I didn't write a sing, single lyric down. I, I Jay Z'd that, and I wrote. I wrote it one line at a time as I recorded it. This is like that thing about how Lady Gaga apparently like wrote Poker Face in like three minutes or something. Yeah, basically what you've P- done. Pinneridge, nineteen eleven. Oh yeah, Pine it was oh, called Pine Ridge. Yeah, it's, I don't think Pinneridge. it's called that. <laughs> it's in Sheffield. Pinneridge. Isn't it? <laughs> Sounds like a little town on the outskirts of Sheffield. It's definitely right. not going to call, be called that. Never told a lie, but I've always got a long nose. Is a very good line. Thank you. Genuinely, I I really like that, and I think that you should turn it into a little music video. Might be <laughs> viral. Two thousand and fifty. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was trying to do like one of those um, 
like typical like 2009 outros to songs where rappers were like yeah 2012 2009 or whatever and yeah there you go it's unreal you've you've really done something with the music that we've been really critical of (laughs) i I thought that i was gonna completely change it but i think my my health definitely changed what i did with this song because i was like i'm not in the mood to make something completely i mean it's still something completely new and still to write it but i uh I wasn't in the in the the mental space to go right. I'm going to sit here and write something completely. That is the new. last thing I expected from what. That's, yeah, what I... you've been telling us that I really didn't expect it to be like that. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> edgy, sexy. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I think so sexy, Joe. <laughs> it's really. Su- you've got I... a real future as a, oh, as a wow. rapper. I think that uh, future future ones will be a lot cuter and and pretty. I think. <laughs> oh, I, I really not. want us to design our schedule of podcasting around like making you do songs for like the weirdest films. Oh, you yeah. need to do a song for the erotic adventures of Pinocchio. Uh... I mean, you could probably just use that actually. <laughs> Sampling the sound of. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm genuinely. I, I need to see that with visuals. I loved it. Well, you've seen the visuals. I know, I want to see it interlaid with visuals. How long was that? About a minute and 30 seconds? Played 90 Uh, times. Oh no, 50 times. (laughs) Over and over. (laughs) I'm going to watch the film with that playing in the loop. I think Uh, it would make it better. Maybe some sort of supercut. I mean, that's perfect to go on our socials though, that song. Yeah. Can you you rap that whole song, but like a 50 minute version? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like, yeah, yeah. it's a Twitch stream. He's running. Geppetto on the hog roast. <laughs> Geppetto, we're running. <laughs> I really love the idea of, I think I mentioned it before, how funny it would be if this podcast really took off and in like 2028, 20, someone releases a new Pinocchio film and we work at like the premiere or something. Imagine Joe having to rap that song oh, God. on the red carpet. <laughs> better on the hog roast (laughs) or they're like joe we really love this sound you've created we want it in a new pinocchio film i was like no you can't steal it from the original (laughs) that was like something that the guy from nine inch nails would have done for like a david fincher film (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got that i got that it was like the end of venom All these compliments, God. I was, I'm thank you so much. I was, I was really surprised what I came out with, to be honest. Like I, I'd recorded it, and I was like, "What on earth is this?" <laughs> so funny. I can't wait to listen to it again. Well, that was incredible. I think that song's going to be the top of everyone's Spotify Unwrapped at the end of uh, <laughs> the end of 2023. Um, as we've got nothing else to say, should we? Um, should we go into the library and find uh, a little book off the shelf of what we're going to cover next next episode? That'd be lovely. Finds right. We've got AI. We've got the erotic adventures of Pinocchio. <laughs> What's this? There's there's been a new one added not long ago. Should we have a look at that? Yeah. Yeah. This sounds good. nice. From the oldest to the newest. Yeah. What a jump. Pinocchio 2022. Not the Robert Zemeckis one. <laughs> this is the Guillermo del Toro one. Stop mm. motion, which is one of my favourite mediums. Love that. It's been painful because we've all wanted to watch this film. It's been out at time of recording like a week or two, something yeah. like that. And we've been desperate to watch it, but we needed to record this episode. And then all of our schedules have been all over the place and we've been ill and we've had to postpone and postpone. Now we can finally watch this film. I'm going to watch it with my uh, family at Christmas, I think. 
Oh, lovely. I'm going to watch it on my own now. <laughs> right now. I, I, I kind of feel like it. Um, yeah, why not? I'm having friends message me ruining it. And then I'm like, I haven't seen it. And they're like, aren't you meant to be a real boy? That's out. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> out. That. That's at the end. We that's become real board. boys. <laughs> Joe, how excited are you for this? I um, love the look of this thing. I, I When I first heard of it, I didn't know what to make of it. But from what I've seen in trailers, it looks really good. So I am very excited. I've been also been fighting the urge to watch this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's a real is... fear for me that this is going to be like the definitive Pinocchio, though, and they stop making Pinocchio films for like five, ten years. Yeah. They're going to, aren't they? That's a good thing, mate. That means yeah, that content caps us off. The content. <laughs> it means we're, it means with, we're off the hook. <laughs> with this with this, this workhorse we've got, who just created a rap out of nothing, we <laughs> yeah, can true. get content forever. <laughs> yeah, that's, that. that's a good point. When we run out of films, we start analysing Joe's songs. We're going to milk true talent. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so so come back next month for a big in-depth review ahead of the film probably winning a Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. Yeah, it looks like it's going to probably win at the Oscars. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us realboyspod at gmail.com, I think. You can also follow us on social media. We're realboyspod on uh, Instagram. And if you enjoyed this show, I now host a spin-off called The Puppet Master, and it's all about me editing episodes of Real Boys. So check that out. <laughs> I'd <laughs> I love that. Don't do that. <laughs> you definitely should. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, we're at Real Boys Pod on Instagram. Um, but, yeah, come back soon. Yeah, please do. Thanks for uh, listening. I've been Luke Terry. I've been Luke Thomas. And I've been Luke Tyrone. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been Joe Tyrone. (laughs) And it's been real. Boys. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta. I'm a little wooden boy. All I wanted was some love. And they all lived happily ever after. As real boys. See you next time. Real